1: Today we're going to talk about food, central part of all of our lives, and we're going to talk about the spiritual uses, psychic messages, and the power of the foods we're eating, using, and serving. We'll discover how even most mundane ingredients hold the power to manifest an intention and how ritual can influence these pros- properties, how the timing of the seasons and the moon and even the days of the week can impact our rep impact our recipes. Uh, Laurel Woodward is with us and will share some of her secrets like bat, black eyed peas are good for fortune and prosperity, as well as give us histories of ingredient spiritual uses, such as uh, the seven sacred grains of Europe. Uh, Laurel Woodward is a writer, gardener, kitchen witch and tarot reader living a magical life in Pacific Northwest. She's the author of Kitchen Witchery, Unlocking the Magic in Everyday Ingredients. And welcome to the show, Laurel. Well, thank you. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so fascinated by this subject, as we all should be, since it is central to all of our lives. But how did you get into it? Why, what
2: brought you here? Well, actually, um, I it started in my vegetable garden. Um, I, as a gardener, I started uh, learning about the history and lore of different plants, and um, I wrote them down. And the more I learned, the more interested I got in collecting lore, and I collected this six hundred page document um, of. Just everything I could find, mm. and um, it uh, it grew into kitchen witchery.
1: <laughs> so part of it was research, but part of it, of it was it. psychic um, connection or communication with yes.
2: food. Um, you look at what was done before, and you get to know the habit of the plant and how. It, the food makes you feel when you eat it and um, uh, you build on the collection of things that were done before and expound from there on how it affects you and how you relate to it. It's a lot of intuition. It is. And yeah. also
1: history though, there's quite mm-hmm. a bit of history there as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Since uh,
1: food has been such a central point of everybody's life all the way through, in my opinion, until, well, food is always central point, but, Everybody ate together until like the mid-70s mm-hmm. and in this country, until we got microwaves, I think. Oh, I <laughs> you know? right. Then we I could have right. hot food any time. But up until that point, it was always the center of the community or the family or the group. And the and, center um,
2: of uh, celebrations, mm-hmm. uh, and the central theme of holidays. Right. Our year was based on an agric- agricultural calendar, um, with the high points being the rituals around the uh, gathering of the grains, and the reapings mm-hmm. of the fields, the planting of the fields.
1: Right. The harvest, the, and we're going into hibernation, us and the bears. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I can see, even though it was hot here and remained hot much longer than our usual season is, I'm in Denver. If, You know, so anybody understands where here is. And um, but people started to make soups in 95 degree weather. Very unusual. (laughs) We seem to go more with our innate patterns than we did with the temperature, what was going on outside,
2: which is interesting. I I think so. Um, People do change their diet with the seasons. We long for heartier, richer foods when it's when fall hits. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not cold, we still are plugging that that seasonal change. Get out the cocoa and the soups and the, you know, chili. I've already made chili. Have you? I'm not yeah. there yet. <laughs> I'm working up to it.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, didn't make it yet. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it was interesting to see. One of the big things I was fascinated with, though, is when this pandemic hit and we all went into lockdown, and I say all, I mean the entire world, and it seemed like the entire world started to make bread. And these are people... I have never made bread before and I did make it then. And But there were other people who have never even made an
2: egg and they were making bread. You are right. I saw sourdough popping up on my Instagram and my Facebook and from people in every culture. They were just reaching back through time to find that knowledge, I think, for security and stability and comfort mm-hmm. of all the chaos that was going on. And, you know, wheat is... Its properties are stability, abundance, comfort, and um, uh, fertility. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I think it's something that we were all longing for. Right. I also
1: got the gut feeling, the intuition, that this was also like a tipping of our hat to nature. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. that just coming to the basic and saying, yes, we are part of nature. We are... Um, I hate to say, we are an animal too, but we are we part are. of
2: nature. We are a part of nature. Yeah. Well, we should be in a healthy environment. We should be a part of nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, convenience has made it so that we have lost a touch with a lot of things like where our food comes from or how it's right. made or how it works But it's
1: also safety. I mean, we've done right a great job <laughs> at getting ourselves safe within nature. Mm -hmm. You know, and and we have the same temperature all year round. We are safe out of the weather. We've done a great job at getting ourselves safe. But unfortunately, in doing it, we've removed ourselves from, in most cases, where does our food come from? And how does our food speak to us? Mm -hmm. Um, What what should we be cooking, really, at different Uh, times? So we've lost our
2: connection right? And a lot of people aren't even cooking anymore. Mm -hmm. They're filling their body with empty calories on the go. And, you know, it was worse when, when people were expected to be here and there and multitask for jobs and such. But I think part of the baking bread is there was a great slowdown. There was a great uh, disruption of our schedules so that we could see this void that was, that, that was, we were facing, And, I mean, we eat every day. Eating is very important. It's important to our health. And our relationship with food should be important. Mm -hmm. And I think that the baking of the bread thing was trying to get back in touch with that. Right. An attempt to get back in touch with that. Right. Coming back to our our basics.
1: Bread is a basic. It's it's life.
3: Um, what,
2: What would make someone a kitchen witch? Well, a kitchen witch is uh, very practical. It's it's making magic in your kitchen at mealtime through conscious creation. Um, you take an intention, you begin with an intention, and then you gather, uh, you decide on a recipe and then match ingredients to match your intention, and then through the measuring and mixing and stirring it's it's alchemy you uh you turn something into something else Mm -hmm. and the thing that you're turning it into has the your intention in it to manifest to manifest Mm -hmm. Um, say you make a soup for a sick child or you make a dessert for a lover or you sweeten someone to have a different opinion of of you those are all kitchen witchery things and they're actually acts we all do whenever we step into the kitchen whether we know it or not but if really? you if you intend to do something you put lots of energy into it and you magnify the ability and you can really make things more
1: mm-hmm we've been we we have been manipulating people with food for yeah. <laughs> thousands and thousands of years <laughs> but um so let's say we're going to make bread and mm-hmm. and we but what what does uh let's say yeast and salt and water which is what's in bread what mm-hmm. do those properties bring to us and then we when we're kneading the dough you know um, take me through that as
2: an example of okay. how to bread is a great medium for kitchen witchery because you see the structure change as you work with it mm-hmm. um, you use the flour and flour is life flour is stability and abundance and, and um, security uh, salt is flavoring but it also acts on the uh, gluten as the yeast develops it it's um, it helps it for texture and to make it rise and uh, then the water um, and water is a very interesting thing in bread baking because there is no measure for water. You can say about half a cup, but depending on your flour and depending on how it was grown or where it was grown or the weather conditions where it was grown. And the, and the it, altitude. And, and the altitude. Again. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it all those variables i mm-hmm. uh, tell how much the flour can absorb the water um so some water some flowers are very thirsty and some are not mm-hmm. uh, so you you measure out your flour and salt and sift it together and you make a well in the middle and then you put in your water and you sprinkle your yeast on and then you knead the dough until it becomes raggedy And at that point, you might put some oil in if if you're making a pizza crust or something like that, or a garlic knot. And then you take it out and you begin to work the dough and put a little bit of water in until it becomes soft but not sticky. And you work the dough using your muscles, the whole time focusing your intention. Um, You know, I first read about this in a magazine. A woman was talking about baking bread. She was Jewish, and she was baking it for a holiday. And she was talking about putting her intention into the bread and using her muscles to knead it into the dough. And that just really spoke to me. What
1: kind of intention would she put in? So my intention is always to that it turns out okay.
2: (laughs) And that's a good intention, but it can also be to empower you or to make people happy or to a a lot of intention is joy and happiness and harmony. Mm -hmm. And uh, if if you're serving it for celebration, um, it can be to celebrate whatever it is that you're serving it to. Um, Sometimes bread is an offertory or a, uh, to be left for um, your deity or your wild, uh, the wild energies of the, Land, or fairies, or the fairies, yeah. um, or your household spirit, well, depending upon your practice or what or what you do. Um,
1: mm-hmm. But um, I lost does my salt friend. and water have um, mystical properties?
2: Uh, uh, yes, yes. Oh, water is very ritualistic. Every religion has used water to cleanse, to baptize, to. I mean, water is an element of emotion, of uh, the direction west. Of uh, it has all kinds of, of um, different meanings. And salt too. Salt is protection. It's cleansing. We set a circle in salt. We use salt as a barrier. We, uh, you know, salt is corrosive too. It uh, it's it's very. It it conducts electricity. It has all kinds of. They both have all kinds of properties, very strong properties.
1: So when we've combined um, these ingredients um, and yeast, I've, I forget the yeast, although you can do it with that if you've got a week <laughs> yeah, true, <laughs> and a big true. intention. <laughs> <laughs> um, then um, when we put those together and those mystical properties and metaphysical properties together, what do those individual properties are they still, like, all added in, or does it become something else? Both. So salt can be
2: corrosive and and cleansing and protecting. Uh, I mean, usually you choose one, and how I activate it is I tell it when I put it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I use my words to say, like, salt for protection or salt to flavor. or um, I find that in being vocal, it helps me. I, I rely on triggers a lot and uh, mm-hmm. psychological triggers, like I'll light a candle before to get me in the mood or, or put on some essential oil. The uh, scent, this, the sense of smell is, is uh, such a strong sense mm-hmm. to get you into a moment uh, to make your mind um, active, you know. Um, anyway, so I often tell it um, vocally what I want it to do as I'm putting it in. If if I'm making a uh, bread with, uh, say, I I put some parsley on top, I'll tell the parsley what I want it to do, or a you know give any me order. an example.
1: Um, um, I know that sounds crazy, and I don't mean to put you on the no, it's okay. Spot, but it's uh, like you know, my parsley okay. might be stay here until I get back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, parsley know. is a great cleansing herb. Um, it, it parsley has lots of different uh, correspondence as well. Um, it's it, if you some herbs like uh, parsley and cilantro can even take heavy metals out of your body. Um, so uh, it, it depends on what your your is. does that is. have a
1: metaphysical basis too? Um, like, mm-hmm. you know, would it be good for fortune or
2: oh, yes, like uh, I can look it up if you. You.
1: Yeah, sure. Why not? Oh, yeah. yeah sure. It's like, okay, let's bring the witch in, <laughs> you know, because a lot of it is, um, you know, we have the biological and chemical alchemy, as you call it. Um, but but I'm fascinated by some of these things, garlic, protecting against evil, and we've always known that. And then you've got um, thieves oil, which oh, was used right. in the plague right. to protect... The thieves who are really robbing the
2: graves. Uh, yeah, I love that lore. That's such a good story. And right. a lot of this is stories, stories that were collected, and some of my lore, I mean, I had a, a, a huge tome, and a lot of it had to be cut out because it wasn't oh, supported. 600 pages, I'm sure. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it wasn't supported. My my editor said, you know, we can't use this because there's no, you don't have, we don't know if this is true or not. For example, right. Dill, Dill, uh, I had was from the Norse dilla which means to lull because they used it to lull the babies to sleep and mm-hmm. even though that's that's common knowledge for dill I couldn't support it under any citation so that had to get cut Oh wow So there's, there's, a of, yeah, there's a lot Yeah there's a lot of old wives' tales I guess Yeah that yeah didn't that, that I I value, but the publisher didn't value <laughs> you
1: know now, also, I do know that um what what is accepted in Europe and mm-hmm. as as science really or or fact is not accepted in the United States, so the United oh. States does not take historical usage as science you know? right right. You know, but Europe kind of does mm-hmm. it will look at you know something that's been used for many thousands of years, and they will keep that active. Well, there has has to be a reason why. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of things we've gotten rid of and then kind of slinked back and said, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, it does work. (laughs) That's right. There was, yeah, a good reason
2: for that. (laughs) Well, you know, a lot of that problem, too, is our pharmaceuticals, big business, and they don't want you to be able to heal yourself. They want you to rely on their medicine. Right. So. And we've lost
1: so much of the knowledge, too. Yeah, we have. So in a way, we kind of do have to go to them because we've lost it, mm. which is a shame. So let's come back to the bread. <laughs> okay. Now, we've put in um, cleansing properties like salt mm-hmm. as well as, you know, some of the other properties. But water, what is the metaphysical of water? That has to be a foundation thing or something.
2: Uh, Water is life, baptism, Mm -hmm. Uh, it is cleansing, it's uh, renewal, Um, it's uh, getting rid of thirst, it's Mm -hmm. uh, um, hydration.
1: Yeah, we can Um, go without food for a long time, but we cannot go without water for... A week, even I think. Right,
2: I think yeah. it's three days actually. It's three days.
1: Yeah, it's quick.
2: Begin to get dehydrated right away.
1: Yeah, it's quick. So now into this bread, we're putting in quite a bit of the um, of of cleansing and protection properties, mm-hmm. and um, and then we have the wheat, which is also you know. Is also a base. I forget what you said about the weed, I apologize.
2: Security and abundance right. and stability. Okay.
1: So that we have that. And is there anything properties to yeast?
2: Well, yes, yeast is a uh, action. Um okay. it, it's uh consuming too because it it consumes the sugar while it um then it then it uh doubles and triples and quadruples. So mm-hmm. it it's actually an abundance too, um, because it's it's very quick and, but but mostly it's to get something going. It's uh, mm-hmm. um, it would be like a uh, pepper has that quality too to move, get something moving or an action.
1: Right, and pepper instigate, does do that. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. And
1: um, so now that we've put this together and we have bread, mm-hmm. so what does it take? Each individual property, or does it be, have its own? Um, as a finished product, does it have its own properties? Well, it's just like the
2: bread itself. It takes all of those and Mm -hmm. puts it into this complex creation. And then you can bless it and you can serve it. And it can bring joy, can bring comfort, it can bring happiness, can uh, solve your hunger. It can do all kinds of things.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, And the metaphysical. So if I'm going to... Um, serve bread. Somebody comes into my home and I'm gonna serve bread, and my family can have it too <laughs> um, what metaphysical properties am
2: I sharing with them? uh welcome hospitality um uh, stability um uh positiveness uh, happiness um mm-hmm. I like to dress up the bread if you put on butter it's nurturing if you put on a cheese it's it's a it's a nurturing energy also it's mother's love um, if you uh, smoush a, a, a avocado on top and put on a little chili flakes and a little drizzle of olive oil not even not only is it an amazing delicious treat but it's also like a love spell um, it, it can gel friendships it can make somebody think better of you. Um, And it's all in intention.
1: Mm -hmm. Is it in intention? I'm sure it is as well, but is it also the properties, the metaphysical property of the food itself? Like if I, if I have crystals, I have, let's say, um, you know, a quartz crystal, Mm -hmm. I'll have certain properties with that. Oh, sure. And the food is like that as well, isn't it?
2: It is. That it it'll is, have exactly certain properties. Everything yes. is chemical. Everything is chemical. Even our thoughts and our minds are chemical. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they all uh, all have a, an energy or a property. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's, that's a part I'm so fascinated by, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, like you said, a banana bread attracts love and abundance.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, now, what in banana
2: bread does that? Well, the wheat again, but also bananas. Bananas are a a fruit with their own properties. Um, uh, Love is a banana, is one of the bananas. Um, I don't have it at my fingertips, but... That's okay. You, I you have can, a terrible memory. That's why I wrote all this down.
1: Well, no, it's okay. 600 pages. Feel free to take a look. I, mean, I wouldn't expect you to hold on to all of this. In fact, you'd really intimidate me badly if you did. Um, one of the other things you talked about are the fruits and, and how the fruits support. And um, like, let's say an apple, what would... What, um, metaphysical attributes does the um apple have
2: apple is a food of love it uh has healing and youth and fertility and garden magic Mm -hmm. um apple has so much lore to it you know the whole adam and eve thing the whole uh the forbidden fruit um uh it's and that's how you come up about with these uh correspondences, too, as you look at all the history and all the stories and and all the thoughts that different civilizations have applied to something, mm-hmm. um, but as apple has been around for eons, it it already had correspondences linked mm-hmm. to it um, So what are the fruits
1: if i'm If I'm going to eat what's my best fruit, I think is <laughs> what I'm looking for. Uh, what is my best fruit, or my best three fruits that I should have? For uh, I don't know.
2: <laughs> Love or what are you trying to do? Well,
1: you know that is true. Let's um, so let's think that uh, somebody new is coming to my house, and I don't okay. know him, and um, I want to make a nice impression, and I want them to feel comfortable, and I want them to feel uh, warm and loved in my home. What would I serve them?
2: What you just said is all about kitchen witchery. And another step is you want to serve them things that they like, because if you serve them, say, asparagus, and they hate asparagus, it's not going to. No, yeah, work. I didn't Looking make a good it. impression. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, but you know, if, if they like sweets and you bake a cherry pie. Well, what if I don't you know, know what they like? Well, then you can go with. With safe things like uh, apple pie or, um, you know, uh, um, you don't have any clue at all what they like? No, I've never oh, okay. even met them. Uh, well, you know what, <laughs> oh, one thing I love to do is uh, do a board with different things with cheese and nuts and fruits, dried fruits, and that way they can pick okay. what they like.
1: And what metaphysical properties would they have that would import?
2: And those feelings each one would welcome ha- to my home. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, hospitality again. Mm-hmm. Um, but each one, like, like almonds, is blessing and communication and health and love. Um, if you throw in some apricots, it would be attraction and beauty and love. Um, or say you put in uh, um, maybe some dates uh, that's potent. See, and spirituality and and even wishes um figs, oh, with,
1: nice.
2: figs yeah. is love and strength and um uh you could do like a lemon to brighten uh, or um um hazelnuts uh healing and luck, knowledge protection wisdom and wishes again um you know uh, you just it, it's if you're trying to do something and you have an intention, you could line them all up and do choose uh ingredients that have the same correspondence. Like if you're say you want somebody to fall in love with you mm-hmm. or um you want uh them to have um you want uh to boost affection between you. Mm-hmm. Um you could do apples and cherries and you know all the love fruits, uh mangoes, um and bread. Bread is a food of love and cheese. Cheeses. All of the cheeses. Um I love fruit or love uh foods. Mm-hmm. They uh, yes, because it's made with mother love milk. Mm-hmm. Um uh oranges, peaches, uh, pears, all of those have energy for love. Um do all fruits or just those no, specifics? No, oh, not okay. all. Not all. Like a, like a pomegranate is interesting. And that's more of a creativity and depth and, and health and fertility. Mm-hmm. Um, because the whole Persephone going to the underworld and those, those stories um, that we give it different
1: Um, Okay, you know what? I'm gonna take a break there because I want to come back and hear about those stories of the under underworld and all of that. Okay. So we'll be right back.
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash voice America.
0: One thing's for certain life is uncertain.
3: our thoughts and feelings not only affect our own lives but the lives of everyone around us find new meanings of love authentic expressions and better connections with the people in your life tune in to love light with dr jean marie farish this program will feature guests and discuss ideas that will bring a better life to you when you find this perspective on love it will change everything listen live every friday at 12 noon eastern time and 9 a.m pacific time on the voice america empowerment channel are you finding your frequency it can be described as that space between failure and success it's the future of digital media it's finding your voice it's engaging topics content and ideas
0: You are listening to Metaphysics A View Through the Veil with Barb Crowley. To reach the live show, please call into 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to A View Through the Veil at gmail.com. Now back to the show.
1: Hi, this is Barb Crowley, and I'm back with Laurel Woodward, who has written the book. Um, kitchen witchery, and we've been talking about all the wonderful fruits that are bringing love to the table, and and all the the feel good. And right before we left, she started to talk about the pomegranate as the underworld. So I want to get into that a little bit. Let's talk about the pomegranate.
2: All right, uh, pomegranate has a lot of lore. Um, it's an it's an old world fruit. Um, It was in the Bible. It was in the old Greek and and, uh, Roman myths. And uh, it's a fruit of Persephone and her descent into the underworld. And um, uh, poppies came from that as well. Um, Her mother invented poppies to fall asleep because she missed her. Um, I I love those old stories. And uh, if you look at all the old art, they bring that into the stories, they bring things in, and, and the different goddesses are always depicted with with different things. Um, a lot of pomegranates and artichokes and grapes and um, different flowers. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, not all fruit is uh, cheery. I mean, a lot of it does have a lot of love aspects or abundance um, right. or drawing good things to you. Uh, and the
1: pomegranate will bring us where? Um said about the underground."
2: <laughs> oh it's it's a it's a liminal fruit um for change and oh. uh um acceptance and um uh transition um How about it, uh, the artichoke you mentioned the artichoke oh uh yeah um well, i don't remember off the top of my head but uh
1: take a quick look
2: okay if you want
1: yeah i mean uh, 600 pages i don't expect you to have this uh, (laughs) long and we did not say oh we're going to talk about these you know so yeah take a look and then um and then i wanted to ask you too i don't want to leave the artichoke yet but i wanted to ask you too in your book you talk about um how your husband was going for a new job and and how you used food to set intention to help support him physically psychically to getting that job
2: uh yeah i like that you know uh one of the librarians called me misogynistic because i used she said you have one example and you use your husband <laughs> i've been married
1: 30 years you know this is my life <laughs> well this is your partner he's in yeah. your house in your
2: kitchen you I know depend on his job. and you want him to get that job yeah, what want just to succeed. and yeah. the is a lot about uh helping other people to empowering them helping them be well and happy and I mean our kitchen is where we gov we we as mothers and women and house house um um uh, I don't know the word. Um mm-hmm. we 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 keep those. We we
1: nurture them. We're nurturing. Right. They're, yeah, that's um, really the word you were looking for, yeah, the nurturing. Is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But um our joke has attraction, love, personal growth growth and protection.
1: Oh, wow.
2: Um yeah.
1: And so that was change in order choke too. Personal yeah, growth, yeah. it's like, okay, that could
2: be put the seatbelt on. <laughs> uh, you know, persimmon is one. Persimmon even has changing sex. Really? Yes. And part of that's from the culture from where it is, where it comes from. But can you um, explain that? I d I don't quite get that. It, it's just part of its stories, um, part of its lore. Um
1: What so is its lore though, on that? On a persimmon? Well,
2: I'd have to look that up too. Um, oh, okay. I'm yeah.
1: sorry. Um, no, that's okay. Six hundred pages.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a good memory. That's. that's yes. Yeah. I wrote everything down. That's. Okay. That's so, what food
1: can we have for a good memory?
2: <laughs> uh, well, spinach is one that really does work. I have a oh, grape really grape that I make. I stuff a magic bullet full of spinach and grind it up, and I put in coconut water and ice, and it just makes you feel vital. It's, a, it's wow. a fantastic drink. And um, I
1: missed the beginning. Is that, that's a shake that you do?
2: Uh, it's, it's just a green drink with a small food processor. Yeah. yeah. Um, that sounds I do, good. I do make an amazing shake with milk and dates. Mm-hmm. There's no sugar except dates are loaded with natural sugar. And right. milk, dates, and ice, that's all you need. And it makes this amazing vanilla, sweet, creamy treat. That is loaded with love and and goodness and happiness.
1: And those are coming from the dates. What's coming from the milk? Is that also coming from the milk?
2: The you know, milk is what mothers feed their body, their baby. So it's nurturing, it's mother love, it's um mm-hmm. it's all the goodness Blessing. of being a mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um
1: some of, the, some of the things are easy to understand, like I would think the uh, root vegetables are grounding.
2: Yes, and full yeah. of earth energy. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And what about um, trees then? You know, what about tree fruits or tree produce?
2: Well, each one has its own correspondence. Um, mm-hmm. like, a, like a pear is enthusiasm and longevity, love, lust, and strength. Mm-hmm. Um, An orange is clarity. Fertility, health, happiness, an oak. Wow. You you have fairy magic and healing, and money and protection and stability. Um, so they each have their own. What would we eat for prosperity?
1: To bring in prosperity in uh, in every
2: way, money or you know right. Um, well, abundance. That bread. Any of the staples, grains, um, rice, uh, buckwheat, um, barley, those all have abundance. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that we kept in our kitchen to that that has a, stabi- a life, you know, a shelf life, usually mm-hmm. has abundance attached to it. Um, but, you know, th- there's also lots of uh, fruits and vegetables that also are just for money and look all the greens, like um collared greens and um are 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 money, wealth.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um that's why that's why in the new years a lot of times you eat collard greens to bring wealth into the new year. Um black eyed peas also it's a lucky dish. You bring the luck through the threshold into the new year. I I always, my dad always made a pot of black eyed peas and I, to this day, always make a pot of black eyed peas on New Year's Day.
1: Right. That is a big tradition with certain groups. I don't know much about it because it wasn't a tradition in our house. Mm -hmm. I don't know a whole lot about it, but that brings in luck and prosperity.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Draws it through the the year coming. for For the
1: coming year. Yeah. That sounds great. You know, now I cut you off on the on
2: your husband. Now we're getting him his job. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so it, there's all kinds of things you can do. To, you know, a lot of this stuff is are psychological triggers. Mm-hmm. You serve somebody like a bowl of oats, which are oats are abundance and wealth, but it's also grounding and stable. And if you sprinkle apples and cinnamon on top. Uh, you have a hearty meal with with loving energy for prosperity. Um, so you can feed him that. You can drop an acorn in his pocket for good luck, um, to make his mind open, to have knowledge of the right thing to say. Um, and, um, oh, there, there's all kinds of things you can do, but, but those are two good things. Feed him oatmeal and drop an acorn in his pocket. Oh, and, and make him look the best he, he can look and make feel the best he can be so he's prepared. He feels prepared.
1: Mm-hmm. Now these are all these are properties that are um intrinsic to the, you know, let's say the oats or whatever. Mm-hmm. But do you also put an intention in as you are making it?
2: Oh, yeah. You, you speak it out loud, that's what I works for you. I, I gather each ingredient and as I add the ingredient, I tell the ingredient what I want it to do. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things have four or five different uh, things that that they can do. Different different energies, they can different way their energy can work. So by telling it what you want it to, it gets all the energy going into like a uh, a mold for your intention to manifest. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really slowing down.
1: While you're making this, saying the intention out loud, it kind of becomes a ritual.
2: It is a ritual.
1: Or a ceremony at, at, while you're
2: doing this. That's, that's, that is the whole thing about conscious creation, is you take something that you would half-hearted attempt that you just throw together, and you change it into a conscious creation full of your intention that you took time and focused on and created with your energy and the energy of the items that you put in to create this masterpiece at the end mm-hmm. um,
1: tell me too about the the timing of the, all right of recipes
2: um timing was set back with the astrologists where um it was it was noted that as the move comes to being full it draws things to us where as the moon begins to wane, the energy pushes away. And so when you, if you can, you can multiply the energy, the metaphysical energy in food by paying attention to what the moon is in and focusing your attention to match. Like if say the moon is waxing, right? Uh, it's waxing right now. I think it's like four days till full moon um great, great time to draw things to like like uh, like money or abundance or love or anything you want to come to you. If it were waning, then you want to make your you want to push away illness, you want to push away debt, you want to push away loneliness, you want to push away fatigue you know mm-hmm. it's just a matter of uh, of form forming your intention. Um, each day of the week also, Did you know our calendar is based on Norse gods? Oh, you know, before you go there, though,
1: you have a great thing in your book about how you know whether it's waxing or waning using your
2: hand. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I love that. My daughter actually (laughs) taught me that. Who did Uh, My daughter. Oh, wow. Um, Mouth of babes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if if you hold up your right hand, it depends, though, uh, I think, in what uh, hemisphere you're in? This works for our hemisphere. Might okay. be backwards for the southern hemisphere. But okay. if you hold up your hand, your right hand, and it, it's an L, and you, it's a backwards L. Okay, so you're holding it up, all
1: fingers are together because we're on the radio, Ex- except with thumb. your thumb sticking Down, out. Yeah,
2: backwards L. Yeah, that shows you that the moon is is waxing.
0: Mm-hmm. So if
2: you see the moon and it looks like this. It looks like your hand, your you know left know hand, classing, with the right. or getting yeah. larger. If you mm-hmm. hold up your hand and you see it's like this, you know it's waning and getting Okay,
1: so now if now I've got it backwards. If you hold up your right hand, yes, and um, and you have the thumb out and all four fingers together, uh-huh. and the moon looks like that. It, yeah, it's Back. when it's waxing. getting bigger. Yeah. Okay. And then if you hold up your left hand again, all four fingers together and your thumb out, mm-hmm. then what do you have? It's, it's waning. It's getting smaller. It is going smaller. Okay. Yeah. So this is an easy way to know.
2: Yeah, just yeah. by looking at the moon.
1: Yeah. Oh, tell. that's great. Yeah. And then one, which one pushes, the one pushes away? The one pushes away the one that's getting smaller. Yes. And yes. the one that as um, if it gets bigger, larger, and it you, bigger it talks to you. It gets smaller things to you.
2: Exactly. And, and
1: then you would pick the recipes based on that.
2: Yeah. Or, or, uh, set your intention to support that. Okay. So you can do it out of,
1: out of, um, different parts of the month while setting the intention. Yes. To support yes. It. Okay. And then we're going, And then there are days of the week and you were, you were saying about that.
2: Yeah. There's uh every day of the week, uh, has its own correspondence, um, they were Monday is the moon's day and it's about mm-hmm. intuition and divination and going within. And um, Tuesday is uh, um, Aries um, and it's uh, warrior energy and it's, mm-hmm. it's um, conquering and uh, any act to, to get things going. Mercury, um, Wednesday is Mercury. Um, Before we leave uh, Monday and Tuesday, I'm going to uh-huh. back you up and ask, sure.
1: what foods would you put on Mondays and Tuesdays or recipes?
2: Uh, well, it's more of an intention thing. Monday would be a great day to do any psychic work. Mm-hmm. So you could you could brew up a nice mugwort tea and uh, read your cards for the week to see. And mugwort tea is a psychic? Uh, yeah, it's a it's a psychic enhancer. It has properties to open your third eye and help you um, get in tune with the energies. That uh, mm-hmm. we well I love to start the week. <laughs> yeah. I love mugwort. Um, it's it's tastes a little funky. It it's, it takes some getting used to, but it's a wonderful herb. What uh,
1: mm-hmm. it'll do for you and open up uh, psychic channels. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, um, so that would be good if you're uh, looking to uh, make a decision and you need some more information and you could make, um, what would be a good food for decision-making? Um, I guess it depends on, uh, you, could, you could eat anything pretty much with the intention of that your that's going to help you um, manifest your, dis- your ability for wisdom. Bread mm-hmm. is good for wisdom. Um, nuts are good for wisdom. Hazelnuts oh, nice. and, and walnuts are great for wisdom. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that would be Monday or Tuesday? Uh, Monday is divination. Tuesday is concrete. Tuesday, okay. warrior energy. Tuesday's mm-hmm. action. Tuesday, you actually do something. You start yeah. something. You begin something. It's impetus energy, it's uh, mm-hmm. creation. Um, and so what it's great day to would you have Tuesday. Tuesday would be a oh, salsa day or anything fiery or anything uh, spicy um, would be great for a Tuesday to to activate, to help that, get that energy flowing. Um, and you could make any food spicy, you know. Mm-hmm. You, could, you could do your avocado toast and put some red peppers on top to get that right. energy going. Um, mm-hmm.
1: So that would be love. With with some
2: spice. With a a successful. (laughs) The warrior love. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. That's more of a, more of a, instead of Aphrodite, that's more of an Mm. (laughs) Athena. No. Wednesday. Wednesday is Mercury. It's it's messages. It's uh, communication. It's a great day for uh, meetings or to, or, um. Uh, working on manuscripts, um, any anything or or uh, speeches, um, anything that has to do with communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Thursday is uh, Jupiter, the the wonderful, loving father that gives abundance. It's a uh, it's one of the most generous days. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Thursday, wow. uh, and that would be for any act of uh, of abundance or wealth or. Or um, you can make a um, a lovely uh, salad with greens and have a um, oh um, any sort of abundance
3: mm-hmm. to uh,
2: try to to get that energy going. And that would also draw. So if we had it on the right moon, mm-hmm. um, what it, what on... you're doing is you're expounding the energy. Yeah. Not only do you have the ingredients, you have the moon working for you and the day of the week working for you, mm-hmm. the energies of the universe. And have right. you ever noticed that that some days you have the, you have the world at your back? Everything just right. goes. And other days it's like, stop, 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 stop. You just can't do anything. Right. And right. it has to be with, are you in the flow or not? Mm-hmm. I, I love it when I wake up and I'm in the flow and everything just goes. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and it's so nice to recognize it while it's happening. Oh, yeah. Can we use food to make that happen every day? If we're against, if things are no, no,
2: no, can we use food yes, to? Yes, you can. And I would, I would recommend first take a nice bath, mm-hmm. try and wash away anything that might be holding you back. And water also opens communication and helps ideas flow and brings new energy in. So you wash away the old and bring in the new. And then you could get out and you could make something. You could look at the moon and look at the day of the week and make something to get you into the flow. And it would really help, you know, at least get your mind in the right space. So
1: so if we were looking at the moon and it is uh, going into more of a full moon, which means we're drawing in. And then we want to have the food that's going to support this. What would we have? Um, Make me dinner.
2: (laughs) Okay, well, uh, say it's Tuesday and it's a full moon and we are going to start a new project. We're going to start a new business venture together. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make you a a chili with a cornbread and a big uh, salad of uh, spinach. And it's going to support our success and our our um, new conquest. And it's going to give us the abundance and the wealth and the uh, the energy for new ideas. Um, that's just one idea. Um, okay, that sounds you, great. You could also do a quiche, though. Um, you you can you could. It's your intention that empowers it, so it just mm-hmm. depends on how you. It's seconds, really the intention, yeah. It really is. It really yeah. is.
1: You know what I wanted to ask you because we kind of left it. What is Friday and Saturday and Sunday?
2: Oh yeah, Friday. We only have
1: about a minute, and then
2: okay. Uh, <laughs> Friday is the goddess of love. Um, oh, right and for the weekend. Family love, yes. Yeah. Family love and romantic love and and uh, uh, mother love. And then, um, Saturday Saturn, and he's very complex and he can be a trickster or mm. he can be, um, he's an agricultural God and he can also be karmic So you're learning through difficulty. Mm. Um, but it's always a really good lesson at the end, uh, yeah. Which you can rest on Sunday
1: to figure out what that Saturday lesson was
2: <laughs> well, well yeah Saturday's also a very good day for work and and the cleaning out and uh and um just getting your grounding kind of yeah grounding yeah. and just just getting the work done mm-hmm. um and yeah Sunday's just the is Sunday's the sun God it's the ambivalent father it's um it's just a good day of uh Day personal power.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, that sounds good. So, um, I want first because I don't want to lose this, I want uh people to know where to get hold of you and what you have coming up.
2: Oh, uh, well, you can find me at Liminal Landscapes or at uh, LaurelWoodward.com. Um, and I do have a new book coming up. Um, I've been working on uh a, a garden book of creating sacred space in your own backyard um that's coming out in July um uh, mm-hmm. it's been a joy to write i i really really enjoyed this one
1: and you can create that sacred space if you have yes. a
2: little bit of yard yes you can
1: um, create that you'll you can. walk people through
2: you know you know how uh, uh people have been going out into nature and forest bathing i thought why do you have to go outside when you have nature right outside your window Make right. your own sacred space. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need to go anywhere. Just take advantage of what you have. Right. You just step outdoors.
1: In the meantime, though, right now we can get the Kitchen Witchery. So yes. that's available right now. That is. And it, Pretty much everywhere, isn't it? Amazon mm-hmm. as well as everywhere.
2: Everywhere. It's available yeah. everywhere. It's by Llewellyn. They, they put it out on August 9th. And mm-hmm. you can get it anywhere.
1: Right, and you have fabulous recipes in here. Thank you. We didn't get into too many, but there are fabulous. I've been able to actually a few of them I've pulled out and used.
3: Oh
2: great!
1: Yeah, and you also have the properties that the metaphysical properties attached to many of them. Mm -hmm. So you can actually take the the moon, the days of the week, and your intention and the recipe and put it together. To uh So this is out, ready to go, and ready to bring you into your kitchen and make you your own kitchen witch, right? Right,
2: <laughs> right. Okay. Great. I think we all have a little
1: bit of kitchen witch in us. I think we do. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here. I've it loved this, and um, it's been a great, a great learning experience for me. Well, thank and, you. Um, it was my pleasure. It's been great. Thank you. Anyone who wants to get hold of me or has a comment. Um, or actually wants to go through me to Laurel, you can get hold of me at a view through the veil at gmail.com or a view through the veil.com. Thanks so much. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Bye bye.
0: Thank you for joining us for Metaphysics A View Through the Veil. Please tune in for another edition with your host, Barb Crowley, next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your upcoming weekend.